Hour number two of Overtime Fan Run Radio. And back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Matthew is next. What do you say, Matthew? Hey, hey, Jake. How we doing today, buddy? How we feeling? Hey, feeling well, man. Um, Jake, I'm sorry I haven't called in in a while. It's just been busy. But I wanted to call in and kind of talk about this weekend's game and kind of leave you all with a, a good little segment to talk about. But did you listen to uh, Three and Out today by chance? I did not. I had to uh, take care of some stuff with the with the day job and didn't get to okay. tune in. So they had an interesting hot take from Mr. Hickman and uh, water's you know, wet. <laughs> yeah, he said, and I quote: "LSU has a better basketball program historically than Tennessee." Um, so I did some research, and I'll let y'all kind of talk about it. But Tennessee versus LSU leads the all-time series like 65 to like 29. It was like something out of this park. Right. Now, you did have a Final Four. I think they may have had two. Um, and, of course, they had Shaquille O'Neal. But, you know, Tennessee also had their Ernie and Bernie days as well. So they have their history of historic basketball players. Um, they also have Pete Maravich. Yeah. I'm curious to hear you guys' opinion. On, this is a two two-part question. If you think LSU has a better basketball program historically overall than Tennessee, and then secondly, this is a great question to ask: is you know you're thinking about college basketball and the ACC as a whole. Everybody thinks is you know Kentucky's the number one, maybe Auburn the number two, maybe Arkansas number three. But after that, you could almost honestly, I would say, I think historically Tennessee is probably fourth. And I wanted to hear you guys' opinion on where Tennessee ranks across the conference when it comes to basketball as a whole. Uh, anyway, hey, guys, I'll let you all kind of dive into that. And, again, Jake, always appreciate what you do, buddy. Take care. I appreciate the phone call, Matthew. That's a really good one. Um, I mean, I think you have to throw Florida in that mix just because of the two yeah. national championships in the yeah. mid-2000s with Billy Donovan because he really catapulted that program and kept it steady for a long time. You know, he was great for Florida, and they had some really good teams under him that produced a lot of NBA talent and some, which have – of which are still on the floor today. Al Horford. Al Horford. Udonis Haslam. Joakim Noah had a great career. Uh, Corey Brewer was on that team as well. Yes, he I was. Think. Yeah. Corey Brewer. You've got uh, Chandler I mean, Parsons too. Yep. Yeah, Chandler Parsons was on Florida. Matt Bonner uh, was another one that went to Florida who hung around the league forever. It seemed like. Florida had some great players. I mean, even if they didn't make the NBA, I mean, you talk about like Scotty Wilbekin was really good there. Um, I mean, just recently, the guy—I mean, uh, before the guy that had the uh, heart attack or whatever, Keontae Johnson—he was really good. Uh, is he? A, is he at Kansas State right now? Yeah, and he's playing really well this year. Yeah, okay, yeah. he is. It's kind of weird story, but I mean, yeah, worked out. Who was the guy that hit the shot against uh, Wisconsin? Was that Chris? Chris Shows? Shows Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Memphis kid. Yeah. I mean, to get back to hit the caller's question, Matthew's question. Um. I, I don't know. I mean, if you look at it just based on NBA talent, I mean, you have to kind of look at Shaq. It's just a a one-offer. Well, it's just like Georgia. I mean, that's kind of where I was thinking about putting them with that call was you look at Georgia, for example, and it seems like every three to five years, they're putting somebody in the NBA, and they're a lottery pick. Anthony Edwards, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah. Then you look at LSU, Ben Simmons. Granted, can we even say he really went to LSU? Well, did he, I did mean, he, he played, did he, so did he yeah, play? you got to count it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, do you played. count? I mean, do you count Kyrie at Duke? He only played, what, eight games? 
Do you, I mean, the same thing with Darius Garland. I mean, he went to yeah. Vanderbilt, but he played like four games. Mike yeah. Porter Jr. went to Missouri, broke his back. and Didn't play a didn't single play game. A game. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I mean, and um, it's like TJ kind of has that feeling towards uh, Shaden Sharp at Kentucky. Yeah. You no, know, didn't play hardly at all last year. I don't think he played any. And it's like, can you even say that guy was a Kentucky Wildcat? Can you say that Michael Porter Jr. was a Missouri Tiger? I would – I would. I mean, honestly, I, I think it's just based on, like, personal opinion because, like, we've had more tournament appearances and, I mean, we, historically we have a deeper basketball tradition, but LSU has been very strong in the in recent years. I mean, they've been about on par with us in terms of uh, Rick Barnes' prime with us and they've made deep runs in the tournament and they've – always one up to us it seems like whenever we play them we always have a tough time with them but i mean historically they've put you just take Shaq and pete maravich alone that's better than any talent we've ever put in the nba davis so, who was the point guard lsu had a couple of years ago that torched everyone javante smart waters oh tremont waters yeah, yeah. That, that team that team lsu had was legit like that Tre- team, Tremont is- Waters, Javante Smart, Nas Reed, who's in the NBA. Yep. Yep. Um, who else do they have? Cam Thomas. Was Cam he- Thomas was not there. Yeah, yet. he wasn't there. Um, yeah, yeah. But that team was that team was loaded for a, a college team. Well, let me ask y'all this. You know, we're talking yeah. about a lot of one year, two year players in college that go on to the NBA. At what point? And I know that the G League is offering contracts now to eighteen year olds. And they have other routes they can take, you know, the Lamelo Ball route. You go play in the NBL over in Australia, stuff like that. At what point are we going to see the major shift from what we have now to all of your elite guys going to play for overtime elite for the G League for the NBL? I mean, if you look, I, at, I mean, we're I starting to see a lot of it now. Go ahead, Davis. I don't, go ahead, I don't Davis. think it's going to happen because. I think it's going to stay about where it's at because you look at NIL now. Apparently, um, Timmy and Chiwe are making around $2 million a year to stay at school this year. And that's more and than making the G League, I think. That's way more than you would make on any – especially both of those guys. They're projected late second round even if they – like even – they may not even have been drafted this year. Probably both go undrafted into the G League back and forth on a two-way. Um but I mean, you I mean, look at that at, point. You're living paycheck to paycheck in the NBA. Look at look at who's been in the league since then. I mean, none of them have really popped off. Jalen Green's been your best one, probably. You got Jalen Green, Kaminga, uh, who else? Callen. You oh, got. I'm trying to think, man. Um, gosh, who am I thinking of, man? Think, think, think. I know. I'm about to. I'm about to look it up because it's gonna, it's gonna make me lose my mind. But now, but now you've got Scoot Henderson, who's gonna be the number two pick behind uh, Victor. Win bananas. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. Um, yeah, I think uh, I don't know, man. I think NIL has definitely leveled the playing field a ton in that regard. Yeah, I I, I think the easy answer is exactly that. Um, I I think it gained a lot of traction, and then NIL kind of saved. I won't say saved college basketball, but in a, in a small substance, it did. You know, just because you are going to get some of those players like we used to right. see all the time. And, of course, you know, the NBA instituted the rule. I think who was the last player before the new rules got implemented that was straight from high school to pro? Maybe Tyson Chandler. 
I was going to say Tyson Chandler, maybe, was it Dwight? I thought it might have been Dwight. Kevin been. Garnett went from straight from high school. Sean Malian was a guy that went from high yeah. school, right? Yeah. Prep to pro is what they call it. Yeah, I think. LeBron. Well, LeBron I mean, Gilbert Arenas. Well, and these are success stories. There's also been a lot of just downright just bust. Sebastian Telfair, for example. Was Josh Primo on the overtime elite? No, he went to Bama. Okay, that's what I thought. He was like their 10th man. Yeah. Um... But jumping back to our NBA argument and looking at the toughness and the difficulty of winning the games that some of these players had in certain eras, and I know you all didn't get to experience much of it, but late 90s, early 2000s, the NBA, it was it was hard-nosed basketball. It was still get the ball down low, get the ball to the big man, let him dominate. Barbecue chicken alert, as Shaq would say. And we've moved away from the the back-to-the-basket-center era of basketball. Do you think the toughness puts more weight on some of these players like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, um, you know, even throw Kobe into that mix? Do you think the toughness and the difficulty of when they played should be weighted when discussing the GOAT? Well, I mean, I could also make the argument that today's NBA is the most athletic and especially when you consider the amount of technology and recovery and things like that, it's like this is by far the most athletic and most skilled the NBA has ever been. And Michael Jordan and Kareem and I mean, even Shaq, for that matter, they never experienced that. So, I mean, it could go either way, man. I mean, we could talk about this till kingdom come. There's no correct answer to it. So should it be broken down by eras? It's like. This person was the greatest of this era. Yeah, uh, you I, think that's, of, I mean that's that's how I would do it. Maybe you should think of the Dallas guy, Jaden Hardy. So, yeah, Jaden Hardy. Yeah. He's a bucket, but he's still in the G League. So yeah, I mean, I'm just looking. I think Dyson Dyson Daniels went to UConn, correct? No, Dyson Daniels was uh, NBL like Melo. Okay, yeah. Um, who was the Who was the other guy that was like especially the Duke that went out like? Um, well, Giddy's from Australia yeah, too. Giddy's he was like a point guard. Uh, he was supposed to be in the NBA. Oh, RJ Hampton. Yeah, RJ Hampton. Yeah. yeah, he went and played overseas too. I mean, I'm looking. I'm just looking at mock drafts right now, and I mean, three. Oh. I mean, there's a Scoots number three, and then uh, there's uh, the guy named Amen Thompson who's from Overtime Elite, and then there's, there's twins. A, yeah, there's yeah. twins. There's two of them. Yeah, and then there's a like there's another guy in Overtime Elite. So like. I mean, you have like two out of two to three guys that are on these G League teams that are getting drafted, but I mean, Brandon Miller is number four on the on the board right now. So I mean, I think Davis is exactly right when it comes to is it ever going to change back or like go from college basketball means nothing and everybody's just going to go to G League? I don't think it will ha- ever happen. But that's I mean, Jake, Bryce, and Cal. You can so you look at next year's recruiting class, top basketball recruits, two, three, and four, all have Kentucky next to their name. They're all going to Kentucky. You're going to tell me that Cal didn't promise them. They're probably going to make at least a million next year apiece. Uh, uh, oh, oh, bare easily, minimum. Easily, yeah. Bare minimum. Easily, yeah. That's more than they probably could have got at uh, Overtime Elite or the NBL in Australia. I mean, it's uh, it's like the top programs are the ones that are going to take advantage of the NIL yeah, deal. Yeah. Well, and something else you got to take into account, I guess, as well, is you're going to get more exposure playing major Division One college basketball than what you will playing in the G League or playing 
in the NBL. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time. I mean, I think Victor played a couple games on national television, but I've never seen – I've seen highlights of Scoot Henderson play, but I've never sat down and watched an overtime elite no. game or a G League game with Scoot Henderson on it. I mean – I mean, Tennessee, Kentucky last Saturday probably got more viewers than – any NBL games ever gotten in this history. Yeah. I mean, to go back to your point, Jake, about NBA errors, I think, I mean, we talked about this during the break. I mean, the most impressive singular thing that a basketball player has ever done is LeBron James come back from 3-1. Yep. Yep. That's the most impressive thing I've ever seen. I would say the second thing is uh, Jordan never going to a game seven. Those are my top two. And... When you talk about errors and stuff like that, I mean, you're always going to have old heads that, good lord, I'm going to them. That's what I'm saying. The physicality <laughs> of the era we're watching, this is 06, I'm pretty sure. Excuse me, 07. 07. yeah. Like, this era of basketball, I mean, this was just a tough era of basketball. I mean, I mean, this era was post-hand checks, but, I mean, you still had people hard foul and everything. And, I mean. I mean, we had the malice in the palace during this era. Yeah, that was, what, 04? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had Ron Artest going through stands, punching fans and everything else. He punched the wrong fan. <laughs> he got back in the locker room and said, do you think we'll be in trouble? <laughs> nah, 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 you're good, man. Nah, you're man, good. you're good. Yeah, Nothing man. coming out of this. <laughs> nah. Nah, I mean, nah. I don't know. It's it, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a... It is what it is. Well... Like, Lamar Odom would have been perfect in today's NBA. Oh, Lamar Odom would have been cooking in, in, in this NBA. Antoine Jameson. A Jermaine O'Neal. Baron Davis. A Baron Davis. A Monte Ellis. Gilbert Arenas. All these guys. It's Michael like, Finley. <laughs> oh, Michael Red. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Gilbert. Middleton and Michael Red play almost the exact same. I'm still taking I mean. Michael Red. Well, this was during an era, too, back in the mid-2000s, even the early 2000s, your best players were in the dunk contest. And that was still something that we looked to. I, I say this because, you know, the players that we see now in the dunk contest, it's like, who, who's this guy? Who he play for? <laughs> Jimmy Evans, man. Who he play for? The Jazz at the time. Well, I mean, it was terrible. At least Aaron Gordon's doing it this year, I think. Oh, is he going to do it? No. Nah, if he only, gets an invite. Only if he gets an All-Star yeah. game. Yeah. Only if he gets well, he's not getting an All-Star game. No. So he well, he deserves do. it, I think. Yeah, he, I mean, he does. Yeah. Well, he had to waste a lot of his career down in Magic. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. But he's played great this year, but I don't think it's good enough to be an all-star. You know West, who I, hey, Davis. Denver Mello. Hey, Davis, you'll know this name. Rudy Fernandez. Yep. Yep. <laughs> good old Rudy Fernandez. <laughs> Boris Diaw. Would have been good in today's NBA. Oh, man. James Posey. All right. Yeah, nay, nay. <laughs> hey, man, Mia Davis could name off the most outlandish players. Ian Mahimi. <laughs> oh, my, man. Bino Udri. Amika Okafor. Ameka. Same thing. That, uh, first, that first Bobcats team, man. Well, Goodness. Jill, well, Jill, we don't have to go to those days. Jill Wallace, Ameka Okafor, um... Adam Morrison. Oh, Josh McRoberts. <laughs> <laughs> Josh McRoberts, man. Brian Scalabrini would flourish. Uh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. 
Oh my man, that that is is he not considered one of the biggest bugs oh, in NBA yeah. history? Yeah. Well, he was. He was two. Two. Yeah. 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 None worse than Anthony Bennett though. Anthony Bennett and Kwame Brown. I mean, Kwame well, Brown, at least Kwame had a somewhat of a career. Yeah, Kwame Brown's a Memphis Grizzly, so we'll knock him down a couple spots. Anthony Bennett, what, he didn't get another contract. He didn't be for what, two years? Yeah. Greg Oden, but I mean, at least Greg Oden's trying to make some of himself. He's now an assistant at Ohio State, yeah, not just sitting around being a bum. He went back to college and everything. Brandon Roy, without the injuries. Hmm. You can sit here for days. I can sit here for days and talk about what ifs with players and who would flourish in today's NBA. Oh, it'd be a great topic for later in the year. Grant Hill. A summer topic Ooh. for sure. Man. Or, or right after we get bounced out in the round of 32. Mm. We need hey, 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 Davis. Good old Devin Harris. <sighs> nice. There's also <laughs> Gary Harris. <laughs> yep. He played for the, plays for the Magic. He used to play for the Nuggets. Mm-mm-mm. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. Welcome back. Overtime continues. And back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. TR is next. What do you say, TR? How's it going, man? Living the dream, brother. Uh, are you from Jacksboro or La Follette or? I'm from La Follette. Huh? I'm from La Follette. My, uh, oh, okay. Got some cool, family man. that uh, they coach up at Jellico. What was that last part you said? Said I got some family uh, they coach up at Jellico in that area. Okay, yeah. cool, man. Yeah, we we had a. I'm from Clinton. Our basketball coach was from uh, Jellico too. He played. Uh, I guess he played football and basketball. Don Lockard. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's uh. He was like, he got the job like in 72 or 3, somewhere around in there. 72, 73 season. But, yeah. uh, yeah, he, 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 and plus, he was a Kentucky fan. I mean, he grew up a Kentucky fan, I believe, because he, when I was in high school in the mid 70s with Ernie and Bernie, and it was like they had, uh, the Twin Towers, Roby and Phillips. And uh, man, it it was a uh, it was uh, quite a, a series, man. In the mid seventies, uh, we won. Bernard's freshman year, we got beat. Uh, it was a real good game. I don't even, I don't think it was televised. We probably had to listen on the radio. Oh yeah. But uh, after the game, Bernard King was leaving the court, and somebody flipped a cigarette at him and kind of burned him a little bit. I mean, I, I just showed you, man, uh, how things were yep. between Tennessee and Kentucky. It was pretty hostile. They was playing probably in Memorial Coliseum where they put their women's team still plays in that stadium. Whereas we tore our we tore our basketball arena down, Stokely. That's where I grew up. That's where I that's where I cut my teeth on uh, Tennessee basketball back in the day on on the tartan surface of stokely athletic center see and that's a arena that i always wanted to experience growing up because i'm a big fan of some of these old gyms like the palestra that uh, the university of pennsylvania still plays at uh hinkle field house and the old boston garden like some of these old old arenas i wish i could have had the chance to go to some of those i'm i'm kind of a junkie when it comes to stuff like that 
But it's funny you mentioned you know Jellico and how uh, Walker was a Kentucky fan. It's weird because in Jellico you're almost equal distance to Lexington as you are to Knoxville. And you know, growing up in La Follette, it was kind of split in half. But it right. it yeah, never made yeah, sense man. to me growing up. And then I finally understood. It's like, well, if you're in Jellico, you kind of are at an easier drive to Lexington than you are in Knoxville. Right? Yeah, they. It, it, it probably was a pretty uh, adventure back in the day before I seventy five. Yeah, Tennessee's uh, coach used to talk about uh, when we had to play Kentucky and Lexington. Now they probably take a bus, but he wanted to fly. That's how dang. That's how you know uh, the adventures of highways were back then. Getting over Jellicoe Mountain and Ooh. on into Kentucky. It wasn't. It wasn't a. Uh, you know what it is today, but anyway, that's the Wizard of Boards. He, he wanted to take a, a charter flight to Lexington and rup, or not rub, but then Memorial Coliseum back in the day. Yeah, that's an interesting one because you either got to go up through uh, La Follette and over 25W up uh, Peabody and all those places and go through Williamsburg. You got to go up through Harriman and go across the Cumberland Gap. I know, man. You probably you probably got some uh, something up your sleeve more than I would. But yeah, we'd go always go uh, where my dad's from in Southwest Virginia. We always got off of the Caraval exit and went up the valley, man. Jacksboro and La Follette and uh, Powell Valley. What's there? Is that what's that? Uh, what is it? Speedwell? Speedwell. Until you get into uh, Taswell. Yeah, yeah, no, we would come into Harrogate. Oh, yeah, you go in the Harrogate before. Yeah. yeah, we come into Harrogate and hang a left, and uh, then uh, instead of going be, uh, veering to the left, we veer to the right and go into Virginia, man, where uh, all three states meet right there in Cumberland Gap. Yeah, the Cumberland Gap. That's an interesting little area there, too. Um, the only trip I've ever made up that way um, was actually, I guess I had to make a visit when I was playing tennis in high school, I went up to uh, University of Virginia at Wise and did my visit there. That was the only time that I ever drove up through that way. Cool. Yeah, that's that's my that's where my dad was born and raised in that county, Wise County. Oh. Appalachia and Big Stone Gap and uh yeah. But uh yeah, man, it's been a it's been a good show, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all being in there on a Friday, man. I, I I've been uh, enjoying your uh reminiscing about the NBA, you know, top guys. Yeah, but you, you you omitted Bill Russell. I mean, the dude retired young in 69, but that, show, that tells you I got to see him play on TV, I mean, but yeah. <laughs> in the in the late 60s, yeah. It went, it, my Lakers had them down uh, three games to two in 69 in the Back then, the series was two games, two games, then one, one, one. It wasn't three, I mean, two, three, two like it is now. It was two, two, one, one, one. And uh, they kept, they went back to Boston and won game six and then kept, and won it out in L.A. in game seven, man, against Chamberlain and uh, Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. I mean, he's. Oh, we it forgot was, about the, it was a tragic loss, man. It was a uh, it was it, it was a it was a hard pill to swallow, man. I mean, I was like, uh, let's see, sixty nine. I was like uh, 
ten. Yeah, but you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I we was just getting into. It. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Those guys and Jerry West and they had like uh, Hamlet check. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was some good, uh, good old school basketball back in the day. Plus, they had another league. The ABA was trying to get going, and they got going somewhat. But uh, it's where Doctor yeah. J made his name. Who's that? Doctor J and uh, George Gervin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's what I'm, what I'm talking about too. Yeah, I remember. I got I, Ken Polk up in uh, the Tidewater where the Virginia Squires were. Dr. Yep. J broke in out of UMass up there for North Norfolk, I guess. I don't know no, the name of that team, man. They was the Virginia Squires, but they might have been in Norfolk. Uh, I can't remember. It's right in that whole area. Newport News, uh, Portsmouth, and uh, Chesapeake, yeah, right, Virginia yeah. Beach, all that, all that. But yeah, but uh, you're right, man. The Ice Man cometh. Maybe that's but, what uh, I should start doing, guys. Instead of buying jerseys and shirts of current teams, I should just buy shirts and jerseys of teams that no longer exist. <laughs> Nobody can call you a bandwagon fan at that point. <laughs> I mean. Might as well, right? Yeah, like, speaking of which, the Buffalo Braves, y'all were talking about throwback jerseys. Uh, Bob McAdoo came out, he played collegiately for North Carolina, Tar Heels, but uh, he uh, was uh, on the Buffalo Braves, you know, a non, yeah. I don't know what that franchise morphed in, who they morphed into or what, man, but yeah, he led the league in scoring uh, the NBA that is uh in the seventies, uh, two or three times, Bob McAdoo. He he was like six ten, or he's still living. I'm thinking, yeah, he's like six ten, but he he would step out and bomb away, man. I mean, like Larry Bird, six nine. I mean, what's one inch? But yeah, they it was similar to a Larry Bird, but uh, but Larry Bird was probably still getting ready to uh, experience Bobby Knight in Indiana before he bowed out the pictures to go and transfer to the sycamores of indiana state now that, uh, that's an in, uh, interesting story was uh, because uh, key yeah <laughs> but key's supposed to be back dubsy said russell dub <laughs> russell dub said that uh key should be back but he's he's thinking this could be should uh rest tomorrow if uh need be i mean don't need to come back too soon it, this is not a potent LSU team we're playing tomorrow. But then again, we didn't think, dang, Mississippi mistake was going to be potent like they were the other night and what. Y'all hung it up at halftime, and T.R., he joins the parade at halftime <laughs> to catch the, the Ziegler show. But, uh, yeah, man. Okay, y'all have a good, uh, safe and uh, – Friday night and sleep tight and jam on it. Go <laughs> I love it. Appreciate the phone call, TR. I think uh, we were talking about the Buffalo Braves. I think that's actually who became the Los Angeles Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah it sounds right because yeah. they, I think last year or the year before they had a throwback and it yeah. said the Braves on it. Yeah, that that actually became the Clippers. I don't know when they. I think they went to the Clippers. Nineties, eighties, maybe. Don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I wanted to give a uh, quick shout out to Loyola Marymount for beating Gonzaga last night on the road. Their first home Ooh. loss since January eighteenth of twenty eighteen, five years ago. Take that one, Drew Timmy. Yep, <laughs> grown ass man. Go go work for insurance, man. It's time. Hang him up. That seems to be the cop-out career for every former athlete. You go sell insurance. Oh, and he still has another year, by the way, so get ready to see him next year. Well, in two years, he'll be selling insurance. (laughs) He'll be hitting you up on LinkedIn. Hi, I'm a former athlete, and I would like to sell you insurance. Here are the deals we are offering. Blah, 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 and call me today. I played basketball. Him and Stetson will be the greatest salesmen ever in their area. Athens and Spokane, Washington. Maybe they can join the likes of Ryan Klein. I'll I'll say this. uh, If TR is still listening, the NBA is back to the 2-2-1-1-1 format. They had the 2-3-2 format for, I think, like five to seven years, and then they stopped doing it. Just a hindsight on that one. Interesting. Man. So what do y'all think? Should I just go ahead and any apparel that I buy from now on, it's got to be a team that no longer exists? Well, how are you going to get apparel of a team that doesn't exist? Oh, they make it. There's a website that's dedicated to this. They've got like every former ABA and NBA team. You can get the logo. And there's always one store in the mall that just sells the weirdest, coolest jerseys in every mall. Why don't we start a business? You got to check if those are real or not, though. Are you talking about uh, Lids Locker Room? No, it's, so, it's something different. I don't know what it's called, but oh, I see them like every morning. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a store here in Memphis. It's called. It was called Dixie Pickers. They changed the name, but uh, they have a TCU Bain jersey from college and a job Murray State jersey, but like everyone has the job Murray State. So oh, don't even dork. don't even talk to me about the damn fake jerseys. If you take a trip down the Vault for Life Facebook rabbit hole, oh my lord, I saw the absolute worst abomination of a dark mode jersey I have ever seen in my life. This poor guy was so proud of this. Oh, my goodness. I got a headache. That's a good page. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> it is not a good page to scroll down. It's good comedy. If you want a headache, before you get on this page, make sure you have the Excedrin ready. Make sure you have a cup of coffee. And make sure you have something that is going to take you away from that once you get tired of reading the first three posts. But this dark mode jersey, number one, it wasn't even the right font of numbers. It was the classic block numbers. His name was put on the back of it. And it was in bold jer- or bold uh, bold font. And the patch is on the front. This power T was not a power T. And I don't know how this happened. But somehow they put the Pac-12 font on the SEC logo and patch that on there. Ugh. 
Yeah, I have a. Uh, I think Callum was there too. A story about this guy who's just being really damn annoying. It was after Ja injured his knee in Game Three against the Warriors last year. I was pissed, and we were out. Um, I think we were at what Cool Beans at the time. Oh yeah, I know exactly what story you're talking about. And this guy was like getting on my face, talking about the Grizzlies, spitting on me. You know, just the absolute worst. And I was still heated about the game. And I go, yeah, man, your jersey's fake, by the way. Like, stop stop trying to talk to me about the Grizzlies. Like, that jersey costs $10 from China. And he got super, hey, man, you need to grab your buddy over there. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm just trying, to, just trying to look out for you, man. Just trying to give you a heads up. Yeah, this Don't guy, take my advice. Yeah, this guy, I, I know who this guy is. And, I, like, he's mutuals with some of my friends. He, like, walked up to them afterwards like, hey, you gotta, you gotta get your buddy over there. He's gonna, he's gonna get beat up. He might be a Sigma Kai with Bryson, man. You never know. Don't Grab your so. boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, I bought one fake jersey one time because I could not find it anywhere. I really wanted a Bill Lambeer jersey. I buy wow. this thing. Of all people, <laughs> of all, that, that menace to society, Bill Lambeer. Yes, I wanted his jersey so bad. I get Bill the jersey. Beer knows his basketball. He has LeBron as the goat. Well, anyway, it had the old school Adidas logo, so I, I was already skeptical of it. I get it. I'm like, oh yeah, this thing's fake. This thing is beyond fake. Like someone bought this from East Bay and then put just stitching on it. So of course you know how that jersey worked. It was the blue top with the white or the white outline on the red letters and numbers. The red faded off in the wash. It looked awful. I you threw wash it. your jerseys? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't wear an undershirt with them, Davis. So you put them in the washer and dryer? I don't put them like, in the dryer. I put them in the washer. By, them, by itself, though, or like with other clothes in it? Sports apparel gets washed with other sports apparel. Hmm. Interesting tactics. I don't, I don't. Davis, you got to think at the time, I was about 250. I was a sweaty heavy. You're one of those dudes that just like sweated profusely. <laughs> oh, buddy, if I was wearing a gray shirt, it was soaked, like down the center of my back. Like that dude on the basketball court, you just don't want to guard. He is literally the absolute advantage. You don't want to touch him. The guy that literally is like dripping, like he just went into the shower, dripping. And he smells sweat. like ass, like on top of that. <laughs> oh, buddy, we, we played with the guy and he did not shower. I. I I don't know another, why. Another pet peeve on the basketball court: cut your damn nails, man. <laughs> oh God. yeah. Oh, that is a big one. Uh, you can. You I, can. I got. I got scratched today. It's probably like an inch deep, and it burns like crazy. And I still Ooh. haven't washed it because I. I came in here. I was playing like right before the show. And I rushed home, and this have like ten minutes before the show, and uh, yeah, I didn't have time. I still haven't washed it out, but it's looking pretty nasty. Davis, where's it at? I think his elbow. Uh, right on my elbow, like under my on the inside of my forearm. Oh like God, he's gonna elbow. come back with a nub. I mean, sure. the, amount, the amount of times that Davis has come back from hooping, whether it be anywhere, honestly, and this man just comes back with the amount of like scratches just down his arms, bruises. I mean, looks like I'm playing with a lion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Davis came back to one point one day with like. Three scratches on both arms, a bruise on his like upper forearm. I mean, like, I got a your, picture. I'll send it. In the just group cut chart. your nails, please, man. Cut your nails, man. Either cut them or just bite them off. Oh, and just wear deodorant. And please, for the love of God, just take a shower. 
We played with a guy that smelled like hot dog water. This guy smelled like a pack of cheap, bold wieners every time that we would go on the court. It smelled like a bold chili dog every time we played. I haven't even taken a shower yet today. I will at some point. Hey, man, if you ever go to the T-Rex, some of those people will smell well. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we have this one guy named Jatoba. I'm going to go ahead and put him on blast. <laughs> Hot dog water. Stay uh, with us. <laughs> Tom continues final segment of the week. Coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Final segment of the week. It is overtime. It's Fan Run Radio. It's Jake Miller alongside Bryson, who has to step out for a minute. I think he drank too much vitamin water. It's Matthew. It's Davis on the telephone, computer, thing that we have him in with. I will be there Monday speaking into an actual microphone. Thank gosh, man. Thank gosh. Can I ask you to pick me something up on your way in? <laughs> All right, no, man. You're damn French dip. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not getting French dip. I'm not going in there looking like a lunatic asking for French dip. <laughs> No, this one's actually practical. So, I need you to stop at Bucky's. No go. White cheddar beaver nugs. And they make their brand of Funyuns that are really, really good. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Davis is not stopping. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I'm probably going to leave Memphis like 5 o'clock Saturday or Sunday, so I'll be lucky to get there by 2 a.m. Oh, it'll be open. Hey, he'll get gas. He'll get gas somewhere else. You know what I can't wait for? When he gets back, and y'all start ordering dinner, he's gonna make fun of you. Oh, well, chicken pasta with no no mushrooms, no tomatoes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, can I get uh, the potato hey, uh, crackling? No tomatoes, no onions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get the potato cracklings with a ribeye and a baked potato. I don't scream into the microphone, man. I don't. I'm not. Asshole. Oh, he caught himself. He caught himself. He caught himself. <laughs> FCC violation almost. Oh. You get the gist. I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this false narrative of me being a jerk on the phone when ordering to go food. It's just not true. I will say, the one time that Matthew tried to three-way you in, and it was like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, the lady, we were called the same place at the same time. No free promos over here, so I'm not going to give the name out. But um, we called the same place at the same time. Of course, Callum was on hold for like three minutes. I called him at the same time. They pick up immediately. He said, hello, how can, how can I help you? Of course, Callum's just still sitting there on hold. I've got my order done already. And, yeah, that's just his luck, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go back. To the Big Orange Phillies phone lines for our final caller, Roger. Roger that. Good evening, Rog. Uh, well, hey, uh, hey, good evening to you too, Jake. I'm doing good, and I, hey, I'm doing good. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Pretty good, Rog. Pretty good. Oh, uh, good. Uh, 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 I just got a few questions for you. Uh, how, long, how long do I have to talk? Talk to you. How long? How long have I got left? Oh, uh, we got, got about five minutes. All right. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to ask you about. Um, at first, I want to ask you about 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 a girl that you had in there. I just want to ask you. Uh, if she come back? Uh, they can she come back? You know, if she come back? Yes. 
come back or not, come back. That girl that that was in a wiki all for a little while, uh, she kind of, you know, you know, she. Uh, they told me last time I talked to you about it. She, 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 you kind of weren't sure about it. So, you know, yeah, if she come back or not. Well, Rog, um, you know, as far as that goes, I'm not really sure, but um, you know, we're right. uh, we're pretty happy with what we got right now, and I feel like we got something good going, and I think we're gonna continue to roll with what we got for right now. I got you. Okay, all right. Okay. Um. All right. I just wanted to ask you about um about, about the playoffs about the NFL playoffs this weekend. Uh, uh, Jake, I just want to ask you: Are you for are you playing are you playing by specific are you playing by specific in the playoff in in the uh, NFL uh, playoff this weekend? Dallas Cowboys. Okay. All right. Anybody who, else besides who are you going in, for, anybody? Roger? Uh, what's that now? Say, so who are you rooting for, Roger, in the playoffs? Uh, uh, I, I'm for Jackson, uh, I'm for Jacksonville uh, uh, yeah. to, to win that, win that game, that game. So, that Roger wants to see Trevor Lawrence get him one. And Roger, an interesting note here: Trevor Lawrence is undefeated yeah. when playing on Saturdays his entire football career. Wow! Really? Wow! Huh? Mm-hmm. Wow! Okay. Um, and also, I, I, I'm with you on the Cowboys. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with the Cowboys win too, too, Jake. And who are they playing? I forgot who, who, who are they playing. Cowboys. They're playing the 49ers. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. Uh, you think you think they can? You think they can win? That they can beat? You think they can win it? They can they can beat? They can win that one that game. I think it's a very winnable game, Rog. I really do. You know, when you take okay. into account, you know, the history of Dal- of Dallas, and you yeah. have to think at some point things just have to go right. Things don't stay bad yeah. forever. I mean, we've experienced that with with the Vols here in Knoxville. Things don't stay bad uh, forever. They might stay bad for a very long time, but they don't stay bad forever. No, uh-uh, no. Sure not, no. Not, you're right with that. Um, and uh, you, that's why I ask you, you, you think the, you think the, you think the, the uh, you think the, uh, you think the, uh, oh, the team that kept for, about the, 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 can beat the Chiefs, maybe. Can they can do it? That's going to be a tough task, Raj. I mean, let's call it like this: Kansas City is still Kansas City, but you know, yeah, it's one of those deals, Raj, where you're in the playoffs now. Anything can happen in the playoffs, and I think we've had this conversation, you know, over the course of the last few weeks. You know, you might have right. the best team in football. You might have the best team in basketball, but the best team does not always win. The championship, and that case has been proven a lot of times. And Tennessee's been at the wrong end of that, you know, with the Grant and Admiral team that went to the Sweet Sixteen. That is a team that should have went to the Final Four, maybe even the championship game. They might have been the best team in the country. And you know, Roger, uh, Kansas City, they're being the one seed. They have not played since the last week of the regular season. The Jaguars played last week. They're in a good rhythm. Sometimes it benefits you to not take a week off and just be in a good rhythm as a team. So I think Jacksonville can beat the Chiefs. I don't know if they will, but I hope they do. Uh, I got you. And also, real quick, also real quick, Jake, I know you're getting close to uh, the end of the show. I just want to ask you, too, about the Giants. I know Giants play. The, 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 the Giants play the the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah. Is that, is that right? Yeah. I just want to ask you, uh, what kind of – what kind of chance do you give? What kind of chance do you give give the job to uh, to compete uh, to win a game and the game uh, to be compete to compete with them to be in the game to win it? 
Well, it's going to be – that one's going to be interesting, Rog, because Philadelphia, they're a yeah. seven-and-a-half-point favorite going into the game, and the odds are really in their favor. And it looks like, to me, looks like the Philadelphia Eagles are probably going to pull that one out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, we think we think. Uh, oh, you 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 give the Giants any kind of chance? What kind of chance? What kind of chance do you give the Giants to win? What kind of chance do you think? You think on, on that? Twenty percent. I give them. No, I give them a fifty percent. I think that they have a chance, Roger. I mean, this is the third time they've played. It's they definitely have a chance against the Eagles. I'll say your biggest upset this yeah. weekend, Raj. The Bengals right. are going to beat the Buffalo Bills. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see about. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see about that. I'd be curious to who wins this weekend. But but because I have, I know you're out of time, so I have, you, you, you have a good night. All right. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. We love you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Roger. Doing what he does. Roger wants to talk some football. That made my day yesterday when he called in, though. That's <laughs> good. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, probably won't be tuning into any of the NFL games, but. Oh, my gosh, bro. You got to now. It's playoffs. <laughs> I don't can't have just, to do anything. You can't just be a casual, like, the entire year. I, I can be. I can't. I can. I don't want to sit through any more snooze fest. You're on a sports show. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't mean I have to know any, everything about NFL. He's taking a stand. I mean, I'm standing like, up for what I believe in. And NFL is a snooze fest. If we take care of LSU, then we should not have, shouldn't have a lot to talk about besides us beating them. And that'll take about maybe an hour, the first hour Monday, and then people will ask about the NFL, and you're just gonna be like, "Oh, it's a snooze fest!" Like, you don't want to hear that, man. Hey, right, man, what are you selling, man? Hey, man, the Bengals are losing the Bills. Uh, I've uh, got the Giants. I got the 49ers beating the Cowboys, and who's the other game? Jags, Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are beating them by 50. Nice. <laughs> yep. My favorite competitive game. Nope, not allowed. Goodness. Trevor Lawrence will sub his first lost on Saturday games. Um, that's, just, that's the stupidest stat ever, man. What, that he's never lost on a Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he never lost in college. Obviously, he's never going to lose on Saturday. Wait. He lost in the national championship on Saturday. You're telling me he did not a single loss in the regular season at Clemson. I don't think so. No, all, mm-hmm. no, he only lost in the postseason. Probably not as a starter because I think he came in after Kelly Bryant. Well, they Midway lost to the, the Natty, which was always on a Monday, Monday night for yeah. some stupid reason. Well, and then he never um, – he didn't play against Notre Dame when they lost to him in the regular season. What about when they lost to Ohio State? Wasn't he still the quarterback there? That wasn't on a Saturday, was it? I thought it was because it was a semi. Maybe I'm. Well, it's not always on a Saturday. Sometimes it's on a Friday. Maybe I'm mistaken, but that stat seems flawed for some reason. I think it's pretty accurate. I will be doing my research. I'm doing the research now. Don't care. Well, you got about a minute. It was on December 28, 2019, I guess, is when they... December know. 28, 2019. Oh, no. you talking about, you talking about the 2021 game? I don't know, man. I'm talking about when they lost to Clemson. What yeah, day was yeah, that? Janu- it was, um, well, he didn't lose to himself. It was 2021 when they lost to... Uh, 
pick Ohio State. Anybody else hungry? No. Mm. I'm starving. I'm thirsty. Whatever that game was, I don't know when this game was playing. I'm trying white to look it up. Sound good. Yeah. Uh, Give, wait, wait. Black cherry white claws. Yeah. Pot oh wait, 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 wait. Let me find. Let me find. Let me oh, find it. Yeah. Schedule Ohio State loss January first. What day was New Year's? Twenty twenty one. Well, one of those big sandwiches they got. A lot of good options tonight. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. You said. I was on a Friday. Buffalo chicken, yep. or not the buffalo chicken, but the uh, barbecue chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I we're having two separate conversations. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was on a Friday, so no, that that stat I guess is correct. Sure. For now. For, yeah, for now. He will lose tomorrow. Well, that's correct for now. But right now, I'm gonna get me some white claws, and I'm gonna go to Jets Pizza, get the barbecue chicken pizza. Turbo sticks. Maybe something else. Who knows? Then I'm going to wash it down with one white claw, two white claws, three white claws, four white claws, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a Bloody Mary. We're going to watch some basketball tomorrow. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you, Bryson. Thank you. Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in on Monday for 3 and Out right here on Fan Run Radio.